It's another edition of the Clear with Contact podcast live from the Tyler Hughes Motorsports Studios. Here's your host, Tyler Hughes and Cody Jordan. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Clear with Contact, episode 27. It is Tuesday, September 12th, 2023. Uh, We are finally back in the Tyler Hughes Motorsports Studios. We had a week off last week. A hiatus. A hiatus. Big old hiatus. Our Connor Hall fan club over there is going to be pissed off that we missed an episode. Yeah. Again. Um, But no, man, uh, I had a week, long week last week out in Danville, uh, Virginia. Went out there and worked on the Daniel Silvestri car all week. Went and tested. So, uh, finally back from that. We were supposed to race Dominion this past weekend. Ended up getting rained out. Uh, tested with Connor Waddell on Friday. What did you do last week? Last week? Oh. Worked. Yeah, I worked. As usual? But last week, I went to the Morgan Wallen concert. That's right. You did do and that. And then we hung out Sunday to watch some of the race. We did do that. And then Monday, I sat by the pool because it was Labor Day. Yeah. That's nice. So then, but then, yeah, worked the rest of the week. So, so this past weekend, um, what did I do? What'd you do? Well, I went to Dominion, got rained out. Oh, you already said that. Yeah, I already said that. Yeah, you got me screwed up. We ain't done this in two weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm trying to think of what I did this. I remember what I did last weekend. What I do this weekend? Uh, Where were we? Oh, we went to. uh, Oh, I. There it is. There it is. Uh, golf tournament Saturday. That's oh, nice. what I did. Yeah. Were you in the golf tournament? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was good. It was good. I played pretty decent. Um, used some of my shots. Best ball tournament. Used some of my shots. Yeah. Um, and then I went to our friend's son's birthday party. That was fun. Had a keg there. That was pretty cool. Very nice. Yeah. Not for the son, obviously. <laughs> for the adults. <laughs> How old was the sun turn? Two. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but no, that it was cool because you know we just I just had a few beers, but I've been, I've been sick, so yeah, I wasn't drinking a lot this weekend. You um, know, sometimes kids' birthday par- kids' birthday parties are the best place to drink at. Yeah, I've noticed that here lately. Yeah, we go into more and more of them, especially when you don't friends. have any. You know. Yeah, exactly. you can really get tore exactly. up. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, and then Sunday we went back over there mm-hmm. and watched the Ravens game and stuff with them. So, just been getting ready for our trip. So, yeah. First weekend of football back in action. Ooh. Ravens. Ravens come away with a W. Not without some injuries, though, man. I know. But, shoot, look at the NFL. Oh, yeah. my God. Aaron Rodgers. Thank God I'm not a Jets fan. Shoo. I've said that more than once in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine just being a Jets fan and, like, all excited about Aaron Rodgers coming in. Yeah. I, there was a lot of hype around this year about him coming in. And they have talent. They I mean, do. They got a lot of talent. And he just tears his Achilles done for the year. Five minutes of playing time. Four plays in. Yeah. And the thing is, is like imagine the highs and lows. You get this big high coming in. Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, they got a great team, good defense. You you lose Aaron Rodgers, right? You saw the reaction of the crowd. And then like you come back, you win the game. So you're still, you're like, oh, my God. You know, you're on a high. 
But like how high do you let yourself get knowing you still don't have Aaron Rodgers for the rest of the year? Yeah. You're like, yeah, you won that game, but there's still a lot more. It's not the Super Bowl. Yeah. You know, it's a good one. Who's the backup? Zach Wilson? Yeah. So I got to say, like, you know, Zach Wilson made comments a while back, like if they ever got a veteran quarterback, he better be ready. Yep. And, uh, you know, he's he's now got Aaron Rodgers in his corner pushing him. Like, yeah. I mean, that's got to be pretty big, at least for him. And, I mean, do you think you see him do a lot better this year because he's got Aaron Rodgers in his corner? Maybe. I don't think his – I mean, his play was not great last year, but I think a lot of their problem was his locker room mentality. You mm-hmm. know, and that's that's a killer to a team. So, but they have a lot of new guys, so that could changed that could have changed everything. Yeah, and and having Zach Wilson come in and realize that like he's going to sit behind Aaron Rodgers, it gave him a new outlook on how things are. Yeah, so he might play different now, yeah. and he might be a different guy. But we'll see. I don't really care. I hope they lose every game because you know I'm a Ravens fan. So that's right. <laughs> Uh, got a little t- off topic there, but yeah, isn't this a racing podcast? It is. What were we doing? It is. We got to talk about Ravens winning, though, you know. Yeah, got to talk about the Ravens winning. Oh, um, but I do want to give everybody a forewarning: you're not gonna be here for next week's episode. Correct. I will not be in the country for yeah. next week's episode. Yeah, you'll actually be out for the next two episodes, won't you? No, no, I'll be coming back. Um, I only miss next week. I'll be back. The I thought you were gone week. for ten days. Yeah, I mean, I'll be back next the following Sunday. Oh, okay. So I we'll be you. able to recap on Tuesday or something. Probably not Monday. Yeah, probably be a little. I got slow, you. slow rolling on Monday. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But we could definitely do Tuesday because we're gonna have to, dude. Just for foreshadowing, we're gonna have to unpack who we think is gonna be the national champion by that time. No, the national championship will be decided this coming weekend. I. But we won't talk about it. Oh, gotcha. Until that weekend. That's right. Until that next week. Yeah. You better not. You better not talk about it with anybody else. <laughs> I've been on this gravy train for a long time, buddy. <laughs> I've been on this. Well, hold on. We already know. I've been in this CHR train for a long time. <laughs> well, um, why don't we do? All right. So, like, we can start there. Like, national oh, championships pretty much decided at this point. Don't, I mean, don't, he's going to get mad at you for saying that. What do you mean? There's no, there's know, no road. You, to, there's, know, there's no path how, to victory. You for know me. how he is. There is no path to victory for anybody else. No, I know. It's I, not going to happen. I know. We're we're just guesstimating that Connor Hall will be your national champion. He will be, and we are going to have him on. Right? We are going to have him on. Yeah. I'm it may not be that. Arm. Yeah. Oh, I don't think we have to. <laughs> Once this, he's going to be doing every podcast. <laughs> yeah. We're going to twist his arm to get him on the next one. Yeah, he deserves all the recognition. He's done tremendous this year. Um, but hold on. You see, you got me off top. Yeah, you got me. Yeah. So we're going to talk about that yeah. and possibly have him. We need to get – you need to plan while I'm away. Yeah, we'll do. Do the work while I'm on vacation. Aye, aye, Captain. Not like you don't already do it now. But uh, <laughs> um, we are also going to have to unpack Martinsville. Yeah, that's going to be big. Right. Yep. I'm missing it. Oh, God. Yeah. So, how bad do you feel that you're not going to be able to go spot for Bobby at the biggest race of the year? Well, you've missed, actually, the three I've triple missed crowns. the triple crown races yeah. and all. So, uh, I feel awful because I could have won my first South Boston 200. Yeah, by default. Yeah. But it's still a win. It's still okay. a win. 
We've we've lost by default. I'll take a win by default. I don't care. That's right. Um, take a hat. You won. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. lost up a Dominion by default. <laughs> Way to go, Connor Hall. Way to beat that guy. <laughs> Anyhow, um, not if Bobby pulls it off and gets the triple crown. That's gonna sting. That's gonna hurt a little bit. Yeah. But you know what? It's my. It's. It's the the path I chose this year to kind of set myself up for other things. So I don't I'm not, I don't regret it. It just it'll sting a little bit. Just yeah. like you know, I was sitting on a you know I I was doing family things sitting on a boat when Bobby was declared the winner of the South Boss 200 and I was so mad. Yeah. Like, God dang it, you know. But it's okay. It's all right. I'm proud of those guys. They deserve they deserve to go in and win that thing. I hope they do. I hope Bobby wins the clock. I think Marcus really wants that. So I'm really going to be rooting for them. I don't know how. And we are five hours ahead in London. So I think I'm going to have to wake myself up at like 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait for you to experience that. That that was really weird. Like when I went over to Italy, like how different the time was. Yeah. I mean, you're sitting there at 1 o'clock in the afternoon and it's, you know, breakfast time over in the States. So. Yeah. Or yeah. football. That's going to be cool. Yeah. Like watching fo- 1 o'clock games at 6 p.m. Yeah, going to bed. Yeah. Uh, Good thing the Ravens play at 1. Yeah. This is your first time over the big pond, isn't it? Over the big pond. Yeah. Yep. I'm excited for you to get that experience and kind of hear how it went because it's such a different life over there, man. It's yeah. it's so awesome to just go experience once in your life. Yep. And it'll be cool. We get the experience. Her sister getting married and stuff, so that'll be we get to experience like three different places too. Like we get to be in London, and I think we're in Tenby to start out, and then Wales. Oh, that's cool. So we'll be experiencing more than just London, you know. Yeah, absolutely. That'll be really neat. I'm I'm jealous of you. <laughs> get to go over there. So. That'll well, be neat. I'm jealous of you. You're going to Martinsville. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to go with Daniel. You know, our test went really well last Monday. Uh, mainly just went to just try to get all the big stuff out of the way with the car and, you know, get into just seeing what we could do to better the – like knocking the low-hanging fruit out mm-hmm. of the way, you know, and yeah. making sure mechanicals were fine. Um, I was expect you know, HC was there, and I was expecting him to kind of – do his thing and I was going to kind of shadow him a little bit and he just kind of literally walked away and let me do my own thing which was pretty neat um Daniel was really good to work with I think he was kind of wondering how he would do getting back in the car not being in the car all season and I think he picked it up and was just fine um you know hearing him talk you know because he's been spotting for Logan Clark all this year in the cars tour and had Dominion and stuff Hearing him talk, it sounded like he was able to sit back and watch a lot of uh, other drivers. Um, and obviously working with Logan, he's teammates with Bobby, uh, getting to hear how Bobby attacks races and how he takes approach, uh, certain approaches to different racetracks. I think he got a great experience being out of the car and watching all that yeah. and getting a different perspective. Um you know, that's something that I felt like I got with being out of the seat. And like when I got back or when I get back into race cars, I feel like I try to slow things down a lot more and uh, really 
make calculated moves and drive a lot smarter because I've been watching racing from a different perspective. So I think Daniel, like just talking with him, I think he's he's picked up and had that same experience that I have. And I'm really excited to see him get back in the car at Martinsville, you know, and he didn't lack anything. Like he got back in the car and we put new tires on at the end of the day. And in three laps, he went a 71, a 71, and a 70. So he's consistent. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I don't think he's lacking at all. And I'm really excited to go racing with him. So spent a lot yep. of time on that car last week and uh, just nitpicking it. I'm going to go out next week a little ahead of time and work on it a little bit more, tie up a few things, and then uh, load that thing up and go see how we do. That's right. So, but, uh, so anyway, let, let's get in our segments, man. We've been rambling on for yeah. enough. But, uh, so we got to rewind the clock a little bit. We got to go back to last weekend. Yep. Uh, Cade Brown ends up winning the Bobby Isaac Memorial. Uh, unfortunately, it wasn't without controversy. Yep. Uh, they had a... Uh, spindle in question. Right. Uh, not sure exactly what the issue may have been with it. Obviously, um, it wasn't anything to. They the they wanted to look at it. Yeah, I think the only thing that could have been a question would be offset, maybe. Uh, but, I mean, it passed. He's declared the winner. Yep. Uh, and Connor Hall kind of had a heartbreak in that one, man. He was going to win another one. <laughs> yeah, on yeah. his way to win another one. Um, ends up having an alternator drop out on him. So yeah. that ends his night. You know, uh, the only people that have beaten Connor Hall this year are his parts and himself. Isn't that crazy? Well, I wouldn't say all that. Wh- why not? Brennan Queen outran him in the Hampton Heat. Well, yeah, that's true. That's true. That's yeah. a good point. Yeah, For the most part. I mean... He's been on. He's, he's yeah. There's not. Mm, <laughs> yeah. There ain't much there. No, there isn't. He's uh been very dominant. Been saying it all all damn year, man. All damn year. Um, Landon Huffman ends up winning the limited side of the Bobby Isaac Memorial. Um, then we go down to Florence where they had the locked in 150. Um, Sam Yarborough ends up winning that race and will start on the pole for the South Carolina yeah, I like 400. That. I like that. That was cool. I do like that too. I wanted to get into that. Yeah. Like, just that is a good way to bring people to your track for one like for a, a one-off race. race. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's why I don't understand why like Dominion and people like they don't do they don't do races later in the year. Like do like a prelude to the, you know what I mean? Like like the Bobby Isaac. That's a big race to win. Yeah, I think it is. So, like, how about one of your races is the prelude to the Bobby Isaac Memorial, and winner starts on the pole. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they should do that. They should. Um, man. So I'm kind of for seeing them do like a big race at the beginning of the year. The reason being is because like they used to do the big one at the end of the year, right? You know, basically their last show of the season. So. It was generally in that September, October time frame. Well, if you do it right before Martinsville, yeah, people aren't going to come because they're going to be prepping their cars for Martinsville. Yeah, you do it right after Martinsville, people are going to be like, "Well, just tore all our stuff all to hell at Martinsville. Like, why am I going to go yeah. to a and big race right afterwards?" And you're not running the same stuff you are at Martinsville. No, you're probably changing a lot of stuff over. 
Yeah, you are. And, I mean, there's a lot of wear on te- wear and tear on the car from Martinsville. Not motor. just body panels, but motor. Yeah. You know, brakes. Uh, brakes are a big one. Um, but there's just a lot of wear and tear. So, like, you're not going to get people right after Martinsville. Yeah. Then you m- look at November, and it's like, okay, you, are, you have the South Carolina 400 and the Thanksgiving Classic. And by then, people are usually either burnt out yeah. from the season or they're just ready to go those two races and be done. Yeah. So, like, when do you do it? Yeah. My thing is, do it at the beginning of the yeah. year. Like, I would love to see Dominion host the big one, the 150-lapper, $10,000 to win. Put it on March 1st and make it a non-points race, all yeah. money. Show up and run for money, and then you show up in April, and they start their season, mm-hmm. like their season points fund. But I think it would be cool to get people right out of the gate. People are itching to go racing in March. Yeah. And say, hey, March 1st, Let's first go. weekend of March, $10,000 to win. You want to win some money? Come on out. Yep, exactly. I think that would be a good way yeah, to go. Yeah, that would. You're right. So I agree. I would love to see him do that. I don't know if they'll ever do that or not. I'm just a crew chief and a podcaster, apparently. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about running a racetrack. Mm-mm. Also had some, uh, you know, Chase Briscoe there, cup driver. Yep. That brings some light on that race. Yep. And then Dale you had Junior. Junebug there, yep. Yeah, that's that pretty cool. That is really neat. Um, obviously, Junior's big in, you know, trying to get back in touch with short track racing. He obviously owns a team. Yeah, I uh, like how he just showed up. Yeah, that didn't really cool. tell anybody he was nah, coming, just showed up. Nobody knew. Yeah, that was really cool. Obviously, you'll see him run the South Carolina 400. Maybe. Or, I don't think he's – You don't think he will? I, I, I don't think he's committed to it yet. I'm I not saying you. he won't. Yeah, he did run it last year. He did. That's the only reason I'm saying he's yeah. going to run it again. I would imagine he would try to, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I think you'll see Chase Briscoe there, you know, being he did run mm-hmm. the, the lock And ran race. really well. Yeah. P3, I think, right? I, I think, I'm pretty sure he was third. So, I mean, he ran really well. Yeah. Junior ran, I think, inside the Sixth, top ten. Yeah. I think, yeah. So, it would be really cool to see those guys come out to that race. I mean, I just want to, I want to get back down there for that one. Yeah, I do too. I do too. Be a cool race. Yeah. It always happens on me and Jordan's anniversary weekend, so I... Ah, she'll be all right. Uh, you tell her that. So moving down to South Boston, uh, we had the epic points battle down there between Peyton Sellers and Carter Langley. Yep. Um, Carter ends up sitting on the pole. Yep. Um, and going on to win the race, Peyton Sellers starts shotgun on the yeah, field. Yeah, why? So I mean, I get max points, but... So, one, he would have had to start midfield anyway because he's won the last two races. Okay. That's South Boston's rule. You got to start, I think, I don't know, 8th to 12th or somewhere in there. Okay. So, he was already having to start kind of mid-pack anyway. If he started dead last and won the race, he would have gotten bonus points. So, had Peyton won the race from mid-pack, and Carter finishes second, Carter would have still been the champion. How? It only split by, like, three points. I think it was two. Okay. It's two points. Oh, it's two points per position. Right. Oh. So. We just have to wreck Carter on the way up. (laughs) He wasn't going to do that. No. But he, uh, so, yeah. So, to win the championship, he would have had to go on and win the race and get max points. Or hope that he won the race and Carter finished third. And from what HC told me that 
Carter was up there for multiple days testing last week, trying to get their stuff out in, and it showed. He went out and dominated that race and ended up coming away with a win. Uh, Pretty cool way to go out, too. You know, he – we talked about he started off the season really hot. You know, then Peyton starts kind of making a comeback and to put a lot of effort into that last race to make sure you go win it. Yeah. And to go out and – Well-deserved. Yeah, absolutely. Like, win the race and win the championship. What other way would you want it? Yep. So – I agree. It was really cool. Peyton ends up finishing third in that race, second in the points, obviously. And uh, also, um, he's kind of looking – Peyton's actually looking like he's going to win the Dominion Championship. I don't even know that he needs to show up to this last race. I think he's got a good enough lead where he doesn't even have to show up to this one. Speaking of Dominion, they did get rained out. They are supposed to have a Smart Mod Tour. Yeah, Smart Mod Tour. And Late Mod Stocks. They were going to run, right? They they canceled the Smart Mod Tour. Yeah. And but Dominion. they were going to try to run the Late Model portion. Right. What sense does that make? That's kind of dumb. Yeah. And I mean, I get it. Like, you're uh, – never mind. That's a rude statement. I won't say that. We're going to have a lot of editing to yeah. do. We're only, we're, we're only worried about the six people that come for that race, but not like the 25 that come for the smart mods. Yeah, well, Dominion did – Dominion did actually have a full car field this weekend. Gotcha. Okay. Um, but not with the help of some Virginia racers. Right. So – I mean, yeah. Okay. Meh. I did get asked to, to spot the Smart Mod Tour. Did you? Mm-hmm. For who? Uh, I don't even know. I didn't get that far because I know I couldn't go. Yeah. Damn it, man. I got asked twice. Well, that's kind of cool. Yeah. I don't know. Local, who. local spotter? Need, uh, needing a local spotter? Yeah, needing a local guy. Yep. Knows the track. <laughs> but, um, but now I don't know why they tried to race. That was... It... it the show was supposed to start at 4 o'clock. Like, we were supposed to start practice at, like, 4 p.m. and ended up – rain hit at, like, I don't know, 3.45. Like, it was downpouring. And then let's go down to the Cars Tour, man. So, Cars Tour, we had another phenomenal finish. Um, Connor Jones actually led – we he get hurt, to say this guy's he hurt, name. He hurt us. We get to say this we guy's said, name this week. We said <laughs> give us, give something, us good. something good to talk about. Yeah. Well, we can. He led laps. Yeah. He worked his way to the front. That place, you got to really be careful. You got to really save your tires. Yeah. Soup. Oh, my God. It's so boring. At a place where he caught a lot of criticism at earlier this year for yeah. some stuff he said during the race right. or during one of the race breaks. Yeah. Looks like he was on his way to a win. Yeah. So, yeah, he did. And then the light, late caution come out, um, which gave Ronnie Bassett and Brendan Queen a perfect opportunity to pounce. Man, I thought Ronnie had it twice. Yeah, like he he just got got a little little jammed up coming out of four twice, and I thought, man, for your first one, I don't know if I would ship Brendan or not. He tried, but I would try, and he did, and he did it the most respectful way possible. I thought, what, what, what? Fa- you gave me a face like you were surprised. You didn't think that was respectful? I mean, he he was gonna. Dude, that sh- was aggressive. Yeah. I mean, he drove into his door. I I don't know if maybe like the wheel to wheel contact made it look more I think aggressive it did. than what uh, than what it was. But like they hit doors and Brennan got all out of shape. Um, so did Ronnie. Looked like he yeah, had to he get ended up losing up. second. Yeah, but it just looked like a hard hit. And I don't like I said. I don't know if the, just the wheel to wheel contact made it look yeah. worse than it did or what. It, it probably did because I thought it was a. I thought he could have done it two laps of four, and he didn't. 
and they could have done it a lot before and he didn't. So that time I think he was going, you know, he was making the move, which yeah. I don't disagree. I mean, your first car store when I would too. Yeah. But yeah, that was a good uh, ended up being a really good race. Connor Jones came up, came home second, third. No, he oh, beat, he beat Bassett oh. to the line. Yeah. Oh, that's how it. that's how out of shape Ronnie was. Yeah. Uh he beat Ronnie to the line. So yeah, Connor did a great job leading laps, um, putting himself in the best chance to win the race. Probably used if the caution doesn't come out, it looks really good, right? Used, oh, I think he would have won the enough, race without the caution. Used just enough to get to the front, conserve, and win the race. With a caution coming out, he may have used a little too much tire yep. coming up through the field because he was the hard charger. Yeah, he started towards the back, and then you know had to had to get up there, so he used some tire there, but. Yeah, he did. He did a hell of a job. I'll give him that. Yeah, for sure. Um, Carson Quapel ends up coming away fifth. Brendan puts some points back in yeah. his pocket for the championship fund. Only two races left. Three races yeah, left. Yeah, I don't know that he's he Carson's got to have something go wrong. Yeah, for him, I think to catch him because Brendan had that bad race at uh, Tri County mm-hmm. uh, with running out of fuel and going a lap down. Um. So I think that, you know, something would have to happen to Carson. Yeah. I mean, three races left. There's still plenty of time. There is. There's plenty of time. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Carson Kloffel, made his ARCA debut. I don't want to get too far ahead in our touring segment, but he did make his ARCA debut this weekend, this past weekend. P2, man. Yeah, that's a great job. That was with, uh, with the 28 Pinnacle, mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah. Yep. Very good job. Yeah, great job for him. Um, and the kids, he's got talent. Oh, um, so and we'll uh, really get to see it uh, on truck Thursday series. night. Yep, yep. Get to see him make his truck series debut. That'll be pretty exciting. And uh, root for a short track guy. Yeah. But looking ahead, man. Uh, like I said earlier in the show, Connor Waddell making his Virginia Racer debut this weekend. Mm-hmm. So I'll be there helping him. Maybe Justin Martz as well. Try to get him his first late model win of the season. Um, first really like nascar win that would be pretty awesome pretty big if we can get him that um picks for martinsville picks for martinsville Ooh, somebody in this shop would be very upset if i don't say daniel silvestri (laughs) i'm not gonna be upset you never pick me anyway um i think if you're racing for the triple crown you're gonna come there with the best of the best stuff you got Mm -hmm. right uh so I'm, i'm gonna say bobby i think bobby might just go in and that's the race he'll he'll dominate yeah, um, Bobby's been good there before. Marcus knows that place pretty well, so um, yeah, I, th- I think you're gonna go there with the best of what you got. So I, th- I think Bob Bobby McCarty has the best chance to win. He was be- definitely being my top three. Daniel's always fast there. I'm not saying that because you're crew-chiefing him there, so don't make him slower. He's always fast there. Don't do that. Yeah, make him faster, buddy. Yeah, you will. We got to go get him a few spots better. Yeah, yeah, I think he'll be good. Um, Peyton always runs good there. Peyton, that well, that whole sellers group, you know, Landon. Um, yep. Yeah, I I think sellers racing has taken home. They've taken the home last, some hardware. They've taken home the last two Martinsville clocks. Yeah. With two different drivers. Yeah. Yep. Be pretty awesome to go three for three. I think Junior Motorsports might. End up bringing something better, yeah. Than they've 
they haven't been great since Josh got out of that car. No, but they so Carson did run second there last right, year. Right, that's what I mean. And I, but it wasn't like a I don't know. It just wasn't like a dominant like when Josh used to run. Like Josh right. was there. Yeah. Mike Looney. Mike Looney should be good there. He's always good there. Yeah. Um and I'm curious to see how Brennan does in the LPP car there. Yeah. You know, I you know, Lee's always gotten around Martinsville very well. And Brennan had a pretty decent showing last year, I believe. So, you know, obviously he's been really he he's been hitting on all cylinders. So I'm I'm curious to see how they uh how they do there. Yeah. And obviously Connor. You know, Connor Hall, I don't know if he's gonna run his own car or a Chad Bryant car at Martinsville, but you know, he's been very good this year and curious to see how he does. So. Yep. All the heavy hitters, man. All of them. So we don't we don't have anything really for dirt, but I do want to say I asked you a couple weeks ago what you were doing September thirtieth. I'm off that weekend. I know you are. Oh no. So September thirtieth is National Open Weekend. Where at? At the Grove. Ooh. Oh yeah, we should go on Saturday. Ooh. Yeah. Come on. You're gonna have to convince the fiance on that one. All right. She can can you get Jordan to go? I can try. <laughs> you can try all I you want. I can try. It's dude, the National Open's fun. Yeah. That's a big race. That's a lot of money. Well, I mean the Grove's always fun to go to. Yeah. Always a good So one. we should try to do that. Yeah. But the Tuscarora fifty was supposed to be this past weekend. It got rained out. If you I don't know, I think they're supposed to come up with a date by today. Uh a makeup date. If you've never been to that race, you got to go to that. Port Royal Speedways. Yeah, that's one track I have not been oh to. Oh, my God. Dude, it's so good. By yeah. the end of the night, like, if you're a half inch off the wall, you're fast. If you're an inch off the wall, you're slow. Yeah. Awesome. Got to rip the top. Got to rip the top. The Speed Palace. Come on. <laughs> that's all I got. Um, keep an eye out for the dirt or for the Tuscarora 50 makeup date. Hopefully, it's a weekend I can go. Probably not. But, oh, well. Yeah, hopefully we can go to that one. Like I said, you convince the fi- the fiance and the girlfriend about that one, and uh, I'll go with you. All right, I'll try. Let's get into the NASCAR touring segment. Uh, William Swage versus Luke Benhouse in the ARCA East Showdown at Bristol. Yep. Who you got? Man, I don't know. I I feel like Luke has stole so many wins from that boy this year, but Swage has just been good, and I feel like they have more notes for a place like Bristol. You know? Yep. Joe Gibbs. So. I don't know. I, I I I hope it's just a clean battle. I hope it comes down to those two. Yeah. I hope nothing stupid happens. It'd be pretty cool to watch. Yeah. I'll take William Swalich in that one. All right. I'll take Luke. I'll take Luke. All right. I've spotted Luke before, so why not? Okay. Fair enough. Then uh, how about Ty Majeski getting oh, man. caught for bleeders? I, I don't understand it. I, I saw the picture. I don't get what they – if someone wants to comment on our Facebook page or something about what they did, please do. Cause I, okay. So I, I mean, I saw the cap. Yeah, I saw the cap too. But like, what, what, what is it? I mean, a piece of metal on a cap? What to make it bleed air? Like it's. Well, you know all about bleeders. You're a dirt guy. I know, but that's not a bleeder. A bleeder, a traditional bleeder, you set at a certain poundage. And when it gets above that poundage it goes back down to that poundage 
That's not what that did. Like, there's no way that does that. Or if it does, like, please explain, because I have no idea how it does that as a yeah. cap. There's nothing to, like... There's Okay, that that metal piece might be able to force the air out of the ble- of the stem, right? You screw it down. It, but, like, how do you judge when it... How do you know... How does it know when to stop? It doesn't. It's, always, it's just going to bleed all the air out. Yeah. I don't know, like... The only thing I can think of is, like, there's two scenarios that I, I wonder about. One, like, I remember there being, like, these caps that you put on to get all the air out. Like, you could just screw them on and leave them, and that way you could take the tires a good year to get them yeah. dismounted. Um, well, that's what I mean. It's going to bleed all the air. It's not... And your, yeah, your, your not, tire's not going to get so, so hot that it's going to continuously build air as it's blowing air. Yeah. I mean, unless unless they, like, put them on in the shop and then, like, timed how long it would take for the air to dump out, like, if they tightened it a certain amount, but that's still not really controlled. No, it's not controlled, and the thing is, is... It'll be loose. Well, not only that, but you're you're doing it during practice, right? Who do you, you're not gaining anything. Like, there's no gain to what they like. I don't think we're getting the full what what it was, right? I don't I don't think you're getting the full story of what it was, or maybe it was just something like a they forgot that it was on there. That that was my point with like having the the yeah. screw on caps to like bleed all the air out right yeah yeah like, that's what i get left too. on by accident or but damn that's a mix. hell of a penalty for so that's why i'm kind of curious to see what comes of the appeal process did they appeal it i don't I even don't know, know if they appealed it i mean i would that's a hell of a penalty yeah i don't know that's it's strange we need to look more into it i think yeah we need to call nascar ask them what they're call nascar what they're doing <laughs> Oh man! What the hell is going on with that '98 truck? Yeah. So uh, Christian Eckes, uh, dude, power move. Oh yeah, that was good. Late race restart. Um, so it was so funny. Corey Himes leading this race, checked out, and Carson Hosvar slowly running him down. Not gonna get there in time though. And I'm looking at Mike Waddell, and I'm like, Corey Himes gonna finish second. And he's like, what? I'm like, Corey Himes is like the best guy ever to figure out how to lose a race in the yeah. last like five laps ever so um i'm like he's gonna finish second sure enough late race restart <laughs> and he, he just loses the race finishes third yeah. he was so um, concerned about host of that Ekis just was like had a hell of a run man. all right see you both yeah epic last couple laps yeah um i do want to talk about the boring commentary of that race I didn't hear the comment. I was watching the race. I couldn't hear the oh, commentary. Man, you need to go back and watch it. Well, if it's boring, I'd rather not. Oh, it was so like, I don't know, so underdramatized. Like, yeah, you have this epic battle with two to go, and it was just like the most boring. boring. Yeah, it was like Christian Eckes had lied, you know, the last fifty laps and was five Christian seconds Eckes out front. Wins the race. Like, yeah, wait, what? Yeah, yeah, it you just yeah I don't know they need to do something different there for the truck series commentating. Yeah, they need to get us in there. Get us in there. Yeah, I don't know how I would do commentating. I don't know if I would be much better. I bet you I would. 
I'd be pretty good, I think. You'd be a good analyst. Yeah. I analyze analyst. things very well. Yeah, but even football and stuff make a good analyst. Oh, I love football. Okay. I love racing, but I love football. You know where he played? I say that to you all the time. <laughs> You're like, no, Cody, I don't know where he played because I'm not an idiot like you are. <laughs> this is my life. <laughs> you also watch college a whole lot more than I do. That's true. I'm invested in college uh, football. Yeah, you are. But I'd rather not talk about it. Yeah. Let's go back to Darlington a little bit. Kevin Harvick uh, oh. had a great run going and gets kind of screwed. I didn't like opinion. that. Yeah, past the commitment code. But I don't but understand not- why they pitted. Why pit? Just drive through it. You lose three spots. That's fine. That's okay. You go from second to fifth. I'd rather go second to fifth, not be penalized tail tail end of the longest line. Right. You're still going to pit on cycle. Yeah. Now you pit and you have to go to the back. It doesn't matter. They're still going to have tires and you're still going to be 20 spots behind the leader. Yeah. Why would you pit? I don't understand that. Unless they thought that they had made it. Like, that, there there needs to be a better process. That's why I think he got screwed because, like, you know, Rodney Childers may have thought, hey, yeah, we definitely made it. There's no, there's nobody saying as soon as it happens, hey, you didn't make it, don't pit, right. or do what you want, but you didn't make it. Right. There's no one saying that. So how do you blame the crew chief for making the call? Like, You're already committed to going down pit road at that point. I think if you're doing that, there was a big thing on Dale Jr. Download. I don't know if you heard it, but – Dale was kind of talking about what they should do to change it. I, what I think would be the most simplest, simplistic thing to change is if a guy is in that spot, right, he's coming down pit road, and he physically can see that light come on, and he knows that, oh, damn it, like, let him make a hard right turn out. Even if he crosses that commitment box, if he does not go on pit road, let him be not penalized in that situation because that's just – you're you're either going to give up spots going down pit road or you're I just I did I thought it was very like I don't know it's it's kind of a lose-lose for Kevin Harvick that at that point mm-hmm. you know you're you already see that the lights on you know that you know that you're screwed you're 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 committed you're pat you're coming past the commitment line you cannot physically get out of pit road before you hit that commitment line yeah so what do you do? I don't know. Or as the driver, you you have to decide, like, no, I'm telling you, I was that light came on way before I got to that line. I'm driving through. I'm not pitting. Right. But who are you to tell Rodney Childers, no, I'm not pitting? Right. It's a lose-lose. Yeah. Well, if you're the driver in that scenario and you saw that, like, I don't know. And maybe you don't see it. Because I don't you're think too, you saw it. I think you're too busy looking at your – your gauges and your stuff gauges. at that point. And at that point, like, you're that – you're he was probably six feet from that line. That light is up on that line. Yeah. You can't see that through the window net and the A-posts. Like, you're not – you can't see that. Yeah. So what do you do? Like, that's just know. not – I don't know if there's anything he could have done differently. Yeah. I, I mean, even the spotter's going to, like, be a second off. Well, that second, he's already on pit road. He's right. already past the line. Yeah. So, I mean, you can't be – that's why I think, like, it needs to, you know, I'm pretty sure from pit road wall up to that line, there's a certain footage per track, right, mm-hmm. every track. I feel like if that scenario was to happen again, let the guy at least 
So if, if you go pa- if you go past that commitment line before or that light comes on, right, and you're two feet from the commitment line, you're screwed now because you can't or you can't turn out of it. If you can cross that line and safely get off of pit road or you know before you go on to pit road, right? Like mm-hmm. get, even though you're past the line, you swerve to not go on the pit road. I think wherever you are at that point, that's where you can blend. So, he was past the commitment line, but not on pit road, technically. Right. That commitment line's probably, why isn't, man, I don't know, 50 <clears throat> yards, maybe? But, so, why, like, why isn't the commitment line just, pit like, road. Your, yeah, pit road? Maybe they want them to s- slow down before that. That way, you know, com- you're coming in. Like, if there's a box that's right there on pit road, you're not doing... I feel like as long as you're past the commitment line, I think like it's a you, speed thing. You're not yeah. sp- if you're that first box and that commitment line's right there. If it goes by sector, speed wise on pit road, right. you can fly right into that box, and they but, probably don't want that. But if that's the, I get, I guess that's where I'm trying to go with this is like, if you're already in the commitment box, like you're already past the commitment line for pit road, like you should be on pit road at that point, yeah. and like. If the yellow light comes on, you've technically made it, and you can do your yeah. stop as long as you get to that commitment. And I line. don't think that commitment line is the speed line either. I think that commitment line is only for hey, you are on pit road now. You cannot, you cannot swerve pat. You can't get off. Right. And then there's another line for your speed. I think. Hmm. It's kind of it's it's a lose lose. Yeah. Like what do you do? Yeah, it's like. <laughs> it's kind of like turning 18 but not turning 21 yeah like hey congratulations you can You're, do everything yeah, but all the fun stuff but drink yeah you can't yeah. do anything fun though yeah 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 it's it's kind of it's kind of crappy because he was man i think he's gonna win that race yeah i think he was too i think he had a really good shot um you know and i don't think this is kevin harvick's last shot to win either like we have Bristol coming up where he runs really well out all the time. And he looked like he had a really I mean he had a really good run in Kansas. Yep. And so with I, everyone else having troubles. Yeah. Wouldn't surprise I mean Bristol's Bristol. I, I think he can go win Bristol personally. Yeah. Um We'll get we'll get back to that in a second. <laughs> so I want to make a pick for this weekend. Um but Kyle Larson does come away with his first Southern five hundred. Um finally. Emotional, man. Yeah. He's been really Really close multiple times and yeah. just hasn't gotten the job done. And it's crazy to um, think he hadn't won that race. I know because that's a wall that, like, yeah, that's a that's a track that you rip the wall at, right? Which is something that Kyle Larson has always Apparently, been known to he's do. He's ripped it too hard. Yeah, finally puts and the race together and wins it. Finally has a awesome. composite body to be able to bounce off everything. <laughs> right, <laughs> but he did. He was. I mean, yeah. he was. He was. He was barely bouncing off the wall. He was. It was perfect. Yeah. Right. It was. It was great. I do want to say. Top three at the end of that race, my top four or or three out of my four picks for the for the championship. That's so, good. that's yeah. good. Good job. Just wanna throw that dagger right. out. We'll just wait. Till, just wait till end of Bristol. <laughs> just chill. Just chill. <laughs> Don't get too excited. Just just, just uh, roping that horse, there, buddy. Yeah. So moving on to Kansas, though. Uh, had a you talked about it. You know, playoff drivers struggling to Kansas. Um. One of them being Bubba Wallace, um, Martin Truex Jr. Yeah, Martin big, Truex Jr. Big hit. Yeah, very early. 
Ooh, so he's below the cut line now. Your regular season champion may not make it out. That's one thing I want to talk about. All right, get into it. I've said this from before. Like, when Kevin Harvick won, when it was the big three, when it was Harvick, uh, who was it? Harvick, Kyle Busch, and somebody else. Denny, maybe? I think that was, like, the big three that one year, mm-hmm. right? And Harvick wins in the regular season championship, beats our ass in the regular season, and then gets knocked out in the first round. What is the point of winning the first, like, wow, I got this cool-ass trophy for 26 races, but ah, not going to run for a championship because those other three races right there just kind of screwed me. Give me some incentive to win that regular season championship. Yeah. I think the regular season champion should automatically be locked into the Final Four. It's bold. It is bold, but what's the... Okay, let's not crown a regular season champion. If the regular season champion can't race for a championship, what what the hell does it matter? It's just like locking Sam Yarborough on the pole for the South Carolina 400 with this lock-in race. Like, I'm with you. I think the the regular season champion should be automatically in the round of... Uh, Give them something. I mean, you're already racing for an extra couple bonus points or whatever it is to win it. Yeah. Give them something really to race for. Hey, look, this takes away all your troubles for the next nine races. Yep. Because if you win race one, look at Ricky Stenhouse. He wins Daytona 500. All his troubles have disappeared for 25 races. Yeah. Right? Why not do it to the regular season Why not do it to the guy that won the damn regular season championship? And generally, the guy who's won the regular season champion championship has probably the most wins yeah and obviously has been most consistent too so put him in there why not give him a free pass yeah i think that's fair and that would also like say like you did that right so you locked that guy in yeah you have three races obviously in the round of eight so if you have three different winners from that round of eight yep they're going to get locked in. So then you have your top four set. They are all deserving to be there. Whereas, like, with the round of four right now, if you had that same scenario but without locking the it guy comes in, down to points. it would come down to points. Right. If you're all about wins, win and you're in, right? That's what it all is. But yeah. for that f- that final four, it's not. Yeah. I've said that from the beginning. If you're going to do that and you're going to make this regular season champion – do you think Martin Truex Jr. really cares about that regular season trophy being one point to the bad going into Bristol? Not yeah. at all. He could care less. Yeah. He would trade that in just to make it to the round of 12. It loses its value. If you don't make it to the final four, the regular season championship means nothing. Yeah. Everything in this se- season means nothing if you don't make it. But right. why are we making that a pedestal Oh, he's racing. We're racing for the regular season championship. Who cares? It it does nothing yeah. but give me a couple bonus points. And you could see what one race does to all that. Gone. Yeah. It's gone. He has to race his way in now. Yeah. No, I actually really like that idea. I think that would be really smart. I just don't know that they would ever do it. Um, and I, I'm with you. And, like, I think it would hype up Daytona a little bit, too. Because if you had, like, say, three guys go in and they all had – they were all very close on points and they all had, you know, let's say four wins in the regular season. Well, then it's like, okay, well, we have a regular season championship points battle going on 
if one of these guys go and yeah. wins, yep. like it puts them at the top of the and they get know, a free ride top to of the heap. Yep. Phoenix. Yep. I, so dude, it I've, puts some credibility back into it. I've said it from that season, and it just I've stuck with that. I think that needs to be implemented. You give everyone else a free pass if they win a race in the regular season. Yep. Why not do that for the guy that dominated the regular season? Yeah. He gets free pass. You were the best of the best for 26 of our 36 points races. You get a free pass to Phoenix. Congratulations. Yeah. That doesn't mean they're going to go in and not. Because think about it. Like, if you're, you know, the the next nine races, you're yeah, you don't have any pressure. But you still have to build notes. Yeah. You still have to build a, a you can't just be lackadaisy because you see what happens with the guys that get lackadaisy right before the playoffs start. They just slip. It's yep. you gotta. It's something you, you need to build it towards. It's like Busher turning it up before the right. playoffs. Exactly. Like it showed going into Darlington with him running third and being right in the mix to win that Southern 500. That yep. he was gonna be a force to reckon with in the playoffs. Like yep. they're not falling on their face. They're. They're only turning the heat up. I'm telling you, I wish NASCAR – I hope NASCAR listens to this podcast. <laughs> I'm serious. I think that needs to be – like, I don't think people have said that. Like, that is one idea I've not heard. Yeah. But that's a – I mean, if we're bold enough to send the guy that wins the first race of the season to race 27 to race for a championship, then why not do it for the guy that does great through the first 26 races? He goes to race 36 automatically. Yeah. Why not? I think that's fair. Yeah, I, th- I do too. Yeah, I actually really like that. I hope they give me credit for that. <laughs> Watch them. change it. So, remember how, like, we were talking at the beginning of the season about the Cars Tour, like they need to do a cone roll? Yeah. Yeah. If they do it. <laughs> I'm suing. <laughs> I'm suing if they do this and don't give me credit. Oh, they can give. They can give you, you know what? It doesn't have to be personalized. They can give Clear with Contact podcast credit. Yeah, that's fine with me. Yep. One of our small listeners are the ones that actually yeah. listen to the ideas. Yeah. Clear with Contact, but they have to say starring Tyler Hughes and Cody Jerk. <laughs> they have to say our names. It's not fair if they don't. I'd be okay with you just got the credit for it. Well, you got one person. I'll never. Raise the barn. It's always no, two know. people. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, Denny Hamlin looked like he was going to win that race, though, at Kansas uh, this past weekend. And I'm not the biggest Denny Hamlin fan. I don't think either one of us are. Okay, good. So <laughs> that's why I was like, man, I hope there's a caution that comes out because that would really stir things up. And then <laughs> here's the caution. I'm like, yeah. yeah. And I was like, well, so, somebody's taking two. I knew Lagana was taking two because of the points position he was in yeah and where he was running on track i knew there would be a couple guys that did it and then oh you know i I totally forgot about this but kyle larson completely did not do denny hamlin any favors on that restart he lagged back didn't try to get in line with him larson's like i'm in the next round i care less what you do i thought for sure larson was gonna wreck him though when he got up next to him i'm like oh and they they hit yeah. Like in the middle of one and two, I was like, oh, man. But Hamlin ended up passing him back. Denny was definitely class of the field. He came all the way back up to finish second, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, but his car ends up getting to victory lane with Reddick. So, Tyler Reddick, man, he's 
second win of the year now. Yeah, and I want to say like 23-11 across the board with just their Kansas runs. Like, yeah. That oh, is a team. That 45 has won three races in a row, fall races in a row. Yeah. Kurt Busch, Bubba Wallace won in the 45 last, last year, and now Tyler Reddick. Yeah, I, I just want to say, like, you got to give them credit where credit's due. Like, 23-11 yeah. has Kansas figured out. I bet they wished that Homestead was the last race still because those mile and a half are yeah. falling into their playbooks. Yeah, and obviously Homestead's a place where Tyler Reddick could shine too because – That's in the round that, of four. That's or round of eight, I mean, I'm sorry. Well, and if it's – what I'm trying to get at is if it's Tyler Reddick's driving style, like he yeah. loves to – Go beat the boards, yeah. and you know, just like Kyle Larson does, and um, I feel like that track would fit right into his wheelhouse yep. for to run for a championship. We saw it in the Xfinity days with him. Yeah. Um, but how about teammates getting into it? Chase Elliott oh, and Kyle yeah. Larson on pit road, and I didn't even think Larson really meant to. I mean, he got pinched. He didn't, and he, I mean, he didn't do Chase any favors, but he wasn't going to get hit. Yeah. But he's like, I'll hit you, but I'm not hit but dang chase wasn't happy he swerved at him and everything yeah do you think that's just some frustration of the entire season just not winning boiling over for chase or do you think it's more it may be the like there's kind of like a rivalry there's always been a rivalry between those two like going back to like Watkins gun last year right like there's always been a or chase elliott winning a championship and then kyle larson completely smacking everybody's ass the following season right yeah like there was no question, like that that oh 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 the five is the five is the guy. Yeah, and he has been since he got to Hendrick. Yeah, like even what to start off last year, he wasn't. Neither one of them were hot, but then Larson was. It it just you know what I mean. Like it's always the five now. Yeah, and this year was no different. This year really wasn't Chase's. You know, driving. It was just the lack of being on the track. Yeah. Right. They couldn't build together. Uh, he lost a lot, I think. And then to get behind the eight ball where you have to win a race, that just kind of – its I think it's a mixture of both, the rivalry and him not winning. Yeah. I do think, like, this year Chase – I mean, obviously Chase hasn't made the playoffs and, you know, neither did Bowman. So, like, Larson and Byron have been your top guys. And it's really interesting to see, like – kind of the the passing of the torch a little bit in yeah. that it's just so weird that Chase Elliott, like you think about him, and he's just not a top guy at Hendrick right now. Right. Like it, that is kind of a weird thing to think about, yeah. you know, being a past champion. And he has been the face of Hendrick for many years, waiting for Byron to kind of get, yep. um, get accustomed to the Cup Series, I guess, like kind of grow yeah, into I mean, where he's at right now. Yeah. Um, it's just been kind of wild to watch, especially this season, and um, really cool to watch William Byron just come into his own. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's just a problem when you have that many good guys on one team. Yeah, I mean you're gonna see it. Like you're, it's it's been that way with Gibbs. Yeah, you know when you've had so many good drivers all at once, it just there's always tension, right? Mm-hmm. That like I'm the best. No, no, I'm the best. Well. I'm the best. Yeah. That's it's it's definitely growing, but respectively I think both of them are going for their you know, Kyle for the drivers championship and Chase for the you know, 
owner's championship. So I think they both are in a spot where they're racing their own race. So hopefully it doesn't, <laughs> hopefully they don't screw each other up too bad right. going forward. But I don't think they will. I think that's just it's honestly something good. Like you're, you're always going to want to be better than that guy. So that just pushes you farther. Yep. You just don't want it to be, you know, muddled, Causing con- muddled up. Yeah, you're right. You Causing a little be, bit of controversy. Yeah. You don't. You want to have good team meetings on Mondays, not bad ones. See, you've got to only talk to these two guys. So yeah, for sure. Um, so before we go, let's look at our playoff predictions real quick yep. and see how we're doing. Um, you and I are both at fifty percent. Yeah. On our first round picks, um, I had Wallace, Stenhouse, Blaney, and Bush out in the first round. You had Harvick, Stenhouse, McDowell, and Bush out. So. Together as a podcast, we're at seventy five percent. Yeah. Um, if Truex doesn't make it, that'll be a blow to everybody's bracket. Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah, because I mean, you and I both had Truex going all the way to the final round, right? Um, I don't, man. Everybody called Truex like a championship favorite, like he was going to go in and win the championship this year. I just couldn't. I couldn't grasp that. Like, I yeah. felt like he was good enough to go and win. Or, sorry. I felt like he was good enough to go get into the Final Four, no doubt. Obviously, being the regular season champion. But I don't know that I could have saw him win the the championship this year. Um, But either way, you're right. Like, it will blow everybody's bracket if he yeah. doesn't make it. He's only seven points down. So, there is a um, – I thought he was only one. No, it's seven. Seven? Mm. Yep. So there is still a pretty good chance that he'll make it in on points. He's just got to go have a good run at Bristol. But the downfall is, is Bristol is not one of his good tracks. Uh-uh. Um, looking ahead, Michael McDowell, he's 40-some points out. I don't think it's realistic that he's going to make it on points at all. No, nah, he's going to win. Yeah, he's going to have to win. Or somebody else have really bad luck. Yep. Do you think that he can – Win? Do you, yeah, do you think he can win yeah, himself? I think he can in? win. I think they I mean, yeah. I think I think the next gen car is a it it kind of levels everything when you go to places like Bristol. So, I I do I do think he can win. I think he I think it would take strategy. I don't think he can go out there and outrun everybody. Right. But I do think he's not too far behind where they can't strategize something to win the race. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. Um, Stenhouse, I don't see him making up anything. I don't see him going and winning Bristol. I think he's going to be definitely out. Uh, Harvick is only like four points above the cut line. Or no, it would be seven points above the cut line. Harvick is seven points above the cut line. Um, Obviously, he has really good runs at Bristol in the past. Yep. I think he can point his way into the next round. Uh, pretty easily as long as he doesn't have anything dumb happen to him like yeah. he did at uh, Darlington. And then Bubba Wallace, obviously he had trouble at Kansas this past week. Um, do you see him making his way out? That one's going to be harder, I think, but um, uh, I don't know. I think Bubba doesn't run bad there, and I think he can go get playoff point or uh, I'm sorry, stage points. So, um. It's hard to say. It's hard to say because you don't know who's going to 
you know, if you have a guy that dominates that's on the cut line, then it, it changes everything, you know? Whereas if you have a guy like Larson who's already locked in and goes and dominates, or Chase Elliott who's not even in it goes and dominates, like, then it's kind of, you're just, you're racing the guys around you on the cut line versus, you know, going for a win or anything, so. Yeah. So, I have the points pulled up in front of me just to give everybody a little insight. So, Michael McDowell is 16th, minus 40. Uh, Ricky Stenhouse is minus 22. Bubba Wallace is minus 19. Martin Truex Jr., minus 7. Kevin Harvick, obviously, plus 7. Logano, plus 12. Christopher Bell, plus 13. Chris Buescher, plus 13. Ross Chastain, plus 18. Damn. I feel like if you're under that 20... Yeah, Ross has had a very quiet postseason so far. Yeah. Had a quiet season so far. So for him to be able to be a – I feel like plus 18 is pretty damn good for the one car right now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I feel like if I had to pick a winner for this weekend, it's going to be one of the RFK cars. You know, they ran um, they ran good – or they obviously won Richmond. They've been hot here lately. They won Bristol last year. Yeah. I don't see a reason why Chris Buescher or Brad Keselowski can't go into Bristol and get themselves a win Yeah, in this race. I think Hamlin wins. Do you? Mm-hmm. Much as I hate to say it. Just a little bit of redemption from this past week? Yeah, a little redemption. And, I mean, he's won Bristol before. Yep. So, yeah, I, I see him winning. Uh, there's no pressure for him, points-wise. I don't – you know, I think they just – Although, I mean, that could change. That could change in stage one if there's a wreck in the middle of the pack. And It's Bristol, man. It's it's Bristol, baby. It's Bristol, baby. It's going to be wild. Yeah, it will be. I'm excited to go watch that and one. And I'm going to have to stay up till 3 in the morning again <laughs> to watch that race. God dang. Yeah. yeah, you will. Well, that's all for this week's episode. That's all I got. Anything else you want to add on? Nope, I'm good. All right, well, you have a good time in London. Yep. Um, we will try to get a special guest on for next week yep. while you're gone. Maybe fill in for you a little bit. Yeah. Roll through some of this, some of this material here, bring everybody an episode. Uh, thank you all again for tuning in. Please follow us on all the social media platforms. You are on Facebook, Instagram, and X just search clear with contact. And if you will, please follow us on any of the major podcast platforms you are on. Um, Again, just search with clear with contact. Yep. So appreciate y'all listening every week and um, enjoy the week. Yeah, you too, buddy. All right. See you guys. See you guys. Thanks for listening to the Clear with Contact podcast. Make sure you follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search Clear with Contact. Feel free to share and tell your friends. Until next time.